Thank you for downloading this University of Warwick podcast. More information on the university is available at warwick.ac.uk. Dr Kevin Finnan MBE is one of England's leading and most innovative choreographers and co-founder of the Motion House Dance Company with Louise Richards. Kevin received an honorary doctor of letters from the University of Warwick in January 2014. Speaking to Luke Harrison at the 2014 graduation, Kevin offered up his thoughts on his role in the Paralympic opening ceremony and the value of the arts for our community. Last year you celebrated the 25th anniversary of Motion House. Uh, to what do you attribute the success and the growth of the company? Well, the main th reason I believe in Motion House's 25-year career and its success is the work of Louise Richards as the executive director. She and I started the company as a partnership and we were making work together and I've gone on and I now make the choreography. Uh, and she has... Um, devoted herself to creating this company which has become a force really and it's through her application that it's really become something. For me what's been fantastic in that has been the opportunity to have a body of work that's 25 years long in a field where you, you're struggling to survive every year when you start out and I am a great believer in the 10,000 hours theory and just being able to choreograph for 25 years has really allowed me the time to develop and I'm very grateful of that. I think the other aspect is that um, Motion House has always been very centred on audiences. We're very outward looking in the type of work we do and we try and make work that really engages with people viscerally, it's very exciting, it's very dynamic, it's emotional and it's extremely visual. We, we want to delight challenge and engage and we do that in theatres, we do it outdoor on the streets, we do it in very large-scale spectacles and we also are quite happy to engage on a one-to-one -one or very close in a class. We believe in sharing our work and we believe in being approachable and I think that aspect of our work has helped us to continue and create relationships and create the work that's carried us through. Thank you. And this year is also an important year because it sees the launch of Motion House Junior. Could you tell us a little bit about that and also why that's so important? The launch of Motion House Junior is extremely important because um, you want to engage young people in the art as soon as you can, really. And Motion House Junior is a great opportunity to do this. We're inviting young people, 8 to 13, to come and work with us. And you're working with the same performers who perform on the stage in New York or Shanghai or London. And they're the same people that will teach workshops in Leamington or Birmingham. And they are tomorrow's artists, tomorrow's audience, tomorrow's decision makers. And we see it as investing in the future, both for ourselves, but also for, uh, for the community around. And it's a delight, an obligation and an honour. In 2012, you were part of the Paralympic Games opening ceremony. How did that collaboration come about and what did it mean to be a part of that? Well, it was very extraordinary. I, at the, I was working on a project called The Voyage, which was one of the largest commissions for the London 2012 Cultural Olympiad. And at that point, it was the high point of my career. Uh, this was a show where we created 
a full-sized ship in the centre of Birmingham. We collaborate with a company from Australia. It was a seven-figure show. It was, you know, the opportunity of a lifetime as an artist. So you can imagine, I'm working towards this and I've got a full schedule and my life is just overflowing. Uh, and I'm like, yes! And then all of a sudden, I get a phone call saying, we'd like you to come and choreograph the opening ceremony, the Paralympics. And it's like, what? Oh my goodness, it was such a shock. And I finished the voyage on Sunday night and on Monday morning I was in London starting on the Paralympics, choreographing that. And, you know, the whole idea of work-life balance, etc. well, these are once-in-a-lifetime opportunities. And so I seized it with both hands. And it was the most extraordinary experience. I mean, you're talking about the the Henry Ford of art production. We were in uh, Three Mills Studio in, in East London and the massive old film studios completely blacked out and I would have 500 people in one room learning one choreography, 500 people in the next room learning the next choreography, 300, 400 people in the next room learning a different choreography and you're running from room to room with your um, team sort of making sure it's all going and you're producing something incredible. Uh, the Working with the volunteers was an amazing experience and you're creating this show and all the time in the back of your mind there is the idea that, you know, on the night it's going to be a packed 80 odd thousand stadium, the royal family will be there, the politicians will be there, every media outlet will be there and you're thinking, God, if I stuff this up, there will be nowhere to hide. I will be, wherever I go, I'll be completely shunned for the rest of my life. So you're very nervous about it, but you're going, oh no, we've got to do really well. And then the first time, you know, you do all your rehearsal and you walk into that stadium, you literally your knees go a bit wobbly and you're like, oh goodness. But then it's like everything else. You remember everything you learned, you've built on and you just go back and you do your thing. It was the most wonderful experience. Um, it was fantastic for its scale. I mean, one billion people saw that show. My touring theatre shows are very successful. We have large audiences. Thousands of people see them every year. But if I performed them twice a day, every day for the rest of my life, I wouldn't get anywhere near that number. And very few choreographers will. And that's, that's a humbling, really, really humbling experience to have that opportunity. So it was a really fantastic thing to do. And Warwick itself will be celebrating a 50th anniversary next year. And as much as we like looking back, we also mm. like looking to the future, of course. Mm. So what do you think the biggest challenges and opportunities, particularly in your field, that we'll face in the next 50 years? I think that uh, in my field, the challenges are always funding and opportunity. But the world is really changing at the moment in terms of the restructuring financially. The question of value. I think it's going to be really important as we go forward. You know, we all know that water is going to be a crucial issue this century, demographics, national change, rising and falling of international power. But what's really, really interesting is value. I think value is going to be interestingly engaged from different cultures coming forward. What is it that we want in the future? And, you know, our education that we receive at Warwick and our opportunities, 
need to bring us out to be questioning of how do we engage with value? What's it for and how are we going to press towards goals that we really want to achieve? Do we simply want more? Or do we really want to have an opportunity to fulfill ourselves, contribute to each other and genuinely engage in having a life that is full because you are part of the world and part of something rather than an individual who just absorbs resources as in some cases as many as they can. Do you know what I mean? I think this question of value is going to be really interesting because it's definitely changing about what is valued and what isn't. Excellent. And a very open question, I suppose, is what makes you happy fundamentally? What makes me happy is when I started out in my career, you know, I was madly ambitious and everybody else and you want recognition and you want opportunity and all of those things and uh, what makes me happy now is um, the love of my family um, a sense of having relationships that give me a place in the world I'm extremely happy that the work that I make should be of interest to somebody else in the far-flung cultures where it goes to now I mean, when you think about it, I'm here in Warwickshire just making my work. Why should somebody in Shanghai or New York or Texas or Mexico or Italy, why should they care? And actually to see an audience sit and be absorbed in what you have to say and what you're offering is, again, a fantastic feeling and it's it's um, it makes me happy that that's... I have that opportunity, no matter how long it lasts. And I have to say that, you know, everybody likes to be recognised. And I've really had a year of that. And that's been a blast, I have to say. <laughs> uh, but fundamentally, it's, you know, my family, my relationships and my sense of place. Thank you. And one final question. Do you have any words of advice for your fellow graduates today going out into the world about how they may also find happiness and success? I think that um, far be it from me because my own path has been extremely checkered and quite torturous in places. So um, I don't have any great sage advice. The one thing that I do know is that if you apply what you've learned in terms of how to think and how to communicate, then you have a chance. And the how to communicate is crucial in forming the partnerships that will give you an opportunity in the future. If anything, it's to engage with others around the topics that interest you, the ideas that you want to explore, you're open to new things, but it's forming partnerships in your life and realizing that behind every self-made person was a whole load of other people who were interested, supported, sharing, and engaged in uh, thoughts and ideas around whatever's interesting you. And I think that that sense of partnership going forward is crucial. If you make relationships, pursue ideas, be outward looking, absorb everything and just grab life while you can, then I'm sure with the training, 
the structured knowledge of how to think, present an argument and engage, you have every opportunity to be happy. Wonderful. Kevin Fallon, thank you very much for your time. My pleasure. Thank you.